Hmm, what now? Hmm? Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Hannah. And welcome to Season 2 of Hmm, What, what now? now? Where we try to figure out who we are as we experience childhood. Childhood, childhood pula, <laughs> adulthood together. I want to be a child all over again. Honestly. Well, maybe after this topic, we won't say that. I don't know. Okay, okay. Right. So, let me know like, what, what's the topic for today. Today is all about our academic history. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> but not really like, we're not narrating what happened to us. It's more of how, why and how we view it. Okay, okay. We'll let, we'll let everyone decide what happens to like. Yeah. For me, academics. academics. Yeah. Oof. Uh, quick summary. Um, UPSR, PM or SPM. Okay, all good. All good. Straight A's. Yeah. <laughs> if that is not all good, I don't know what to say. SPM was a bit more of a struggle, lah, but... Okay, got there in the got end. Got there, got there, got there. And then A-levels. Did not get the grades I wanted. Okay. I had to go through clearing. Okay. I was literally marks away from in, from the grade I wanted. So none of the grades I was predicted for came true. Oh. Yeah. Um, to do law, I had to go to a university that was never considered in my... Like, as part of my path at that time. Oh, can you hear the thunder? I might have to go and bring in my clothes first. <laughs> Which pass here. We'll, we'll, we'll stop here for a second and we'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> well, so fast. <laughs> the way I edit this will be... One second. Fast. Yeah, you won't even realise it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, where were we? Where were we? Oh, oh. my A-levels. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so... Do the course I wanted, aka law, I had to go to a university that wasn't ever really suggested to me in college. Um, but everything happened for a reason, lah. But anyway, more on that later. Moving on, university was pretty good. I mean, obviously, I had my struggles, but thankfully, graduated to one and my dissertation that I really enjoyed doing got first for that. So that was like my my baby, lah. Um, and like university, I think taught me that I can only do well in work if I like have a genuine interest in it um yeah and I'm like very sensitive in terms of my condition on the day if I'm sick if I have an exam but if I'm okay then hopefully it'll be okay um the one time I got sick like really sick during an exam I got a really low third I thought I was gonna fail the paper this was in third year. <laughs> but it was okay. I passed. Thank well God. Well done, well done. But yeah, that happened. And then bar was okay. Um, did well. First try. I don't know how that happened. I think a lot of bar has to do with like luck. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> genuinely. Um, but, so yeah. downplaying everything. But it's, seriously, yeah. not really downplaying also. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was my whole History? What about you, Max? Cool, cool. Straight A student? No. Straight Isla. A student? Not. I mean, up until A levels. <laughs> Would like to put it out here that I've never gotten straight A's in my entire life. Actually, maybe like in the early, early primary school years. Yeah, maybe I did. <laughs> I was in the Chinese school until September 4. And I was mm. smart, you know, at that time. You are, I was you smart. are smart. <laughs> in terms of okay. results showing, I was smart then. Um, 
uh, <laughs> got even first placings without even trying, you know, it's like insane. Mm. Yeah. But then after that, like everything just went downhill because I got introduced to sports and life outside of academics and co-curriculum. Yeah. <laughs> Which I did not have. <laughs> I had some, but not make I was not that active. Yeah. So no straight A's at all. What is even straight A's? Is it even a thing? I I don't even know. I will tell you if I ever if I ever like, you know, get straight A's in something. I don't. I think we've passed that point, Max. <laughs> but it. it's you. Go, you are I'll doing well. I go back well. and take SPM all over again. You, um, okay, I might not even get a straight A's for that. Okay, I don't. Next. Th- I don't think. Oh God, that just sounds like a whole <laughs> roller coaster. I do not want to get on. Yeah, but but okay. So no straight A's at all. Um, even up to A levels, it's still not straight A's. But uh, I missed by a bit for my. I've always missed by a bit for my desired grades. It's not like my desired grades are like straight A's, you know. It's probably be like, if let's say I have like 12 subjects in SPM, I'll be like, I want the 9 A's. Then I'll be like, nope, you only get 8. So yeah. Then when, but, okay. When it came to university, I finally got the grade I wanted, Mm. which was a 2-1. But that also was like, ah, nearly got there, didn't get there, then got there. Mm. (laughs) Kind of deal. Yeah, but like individually, like in terms of like subjects wise, if I wanted that A, I will get it. Mm. Um, there are some that is like in my, definitely in my graphs, but then like the rest is like left out the chance and then the chance will always be like, nope, you're not getting that. <laughs> so yeah, joker lah. It's like that lah. So in bar school, okay, if you didn't know, because you know, <laughs> you haven't followed us since season one whatsoever, we are both. Um, lawyers, mm-hmm. but we we went through the same, I guess, academics together. We were mm. high school friends and everything together. We, did a, we both did A-levels separately, but we both did A-levels, we both did university law, LLB, and then bar school. Yeah. Yeah. So, in bar school, uh, in UK, I she got very competent on first try, but I flopped. I had to retake a few papers. Um... But thank God I managed to pass everything and I got called the next round. Yes. But uh, I also did an extra like two modules. So I came out with a master's of law instead. Yeah. Yeah. Don't say you're a flop. I don't think you flopped. Quite a flop. You just, you just got another opportunity to prove yourself. Ugh. <laughs> now mine are tired. Because you made it. Yeah. You made it. No matter what. No matter the process, you still made it, you know? Yeah. So... Like, so, I guess that's my okay. Now, now, now that I said it, it was like a hiccup in my yeah. academic journey. But did you consider having a hiccup? The, oh wait, A levels. A levels was your hiccup. Yeah, for sure. Like whenever I think of an academic hiccup, I always go back to that because I think that was when I learned how to, like, I learned what I how I studied. Because in school, I feel like you are kind of pushed through the syllabus very... Okay, okay, topic one, da, 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 da. Like, you kind of don't have time to really evaluate how you study. You're not given the means to also. Whereas A-levels is a bit more... Okay, you guys are kind of adults now. We're not going to spoon-feed you as much as you were being spoon-fed in school. I feel that, like, every spoon-feeding in school, right? Because I wasn't paying attention, so I didn't get spoon-fed. <laughs> I don't know, eh. <laughs> I was out doing all sorts of nonsense then after that like I had to like 
sit down and figure out what's what works best and which is the most efficient way to like get the results I wanted with mm. the with least amount of time. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> oh, this this self reflection is heavy, but <laughs> like looking back, what you've considered a hiccup, how do you feel about it now? Um I like I still hold those hiccups with a lot of pride. I still think about it. I don't not necessarily fondly, but I do remember it because um even though I didn't get the results that I so desired, um I still pulled through. I still mm. got to where I am and it is not without no effort kind of thing. It is with a lot of effort. Mm. But yeah, uh I feel I think at that point of time, especially after so many times of that hiccups because mm. never got really the results that you wanted. So it was very demotivating because every every hurdle you pass, like ah, am I not good enough to like get this? Yeah. And like you try again, ah, am, I, am I not good enough to do this again? So it beats you down lah. Yeah. yeah I, I I see that. It's just the word for it is uh demotivating and but it's it's not that like I feel miserably, you know. It's not that I get like D's, E's, F, that kind of thing. No, mm. it's not it's mediocre results. But for someone who wants more, it's very hard to know that like that's your limit. Because sometimes when I look at my friends, I'll be like, Oh my god, how do you get that concept so fast in that one time of like listening to it? But for me it maybe takes like five to ten times. I relate to that. We've yeah. talked about this in the previous season, I think. But I definitely relate with you on how, like, it takes time to process information. Mm. And, yeah, I'm the same in that sense. Yeah. So, how about you? I completely understand where you come from in the sense that, like, especially the whole feeling slower than everyone else. Like, I feel like, especially A-levels onwards, I felt like that. Like, growing up, because I was used to having fairly good grades really good grade from like really good to fairly good right okay like I was happy with them me reaching college and then struggling like that with personal because of personal issues and me experiencing my first like big academic blunder and bear in mind it's like like with A levels I feel like the pressure is definitely on because these exams kind of determine not kind of determine they do determine where you go a lot of the time for university so it's one thing if I blundered in UPSR, you know, I'd be like, I'm going to form one for sure, like, it's chill. Having the blunder be at a point in time where you are literally leading up, really determining like, your future, it felt like that. Obviously, growing up and learning from that, you realise there's a lot more to life than A-levels, for sure, and your journey doesn't stop there. But when you're at that age, you feel like that's the end all, be all and end all, I feel. Um... Having experienced that, it made me feel really lost. So, like, I had to go through clearing. I didn't get the grades I wanted or knew I could achieve, like, according to my potential. Even for the subjects I loved. That broke my heart, lah, right? Because, like, yeah. I love these things. Why can't I do well at them? Especially when, like, you miss them by so little. It's like, ah, it's in your reach, you know? And then you miss it and you're like, you can't take it back. I'm not going to resit for an exam. I, I don't want my parents to spend money to, like, just make me sit through another round of exams when I can go somewhere. It might not be a place that I had planned out for myself, but I can go somewhere. I'm going to make do with what has happened. 
So that's how I dealt with it lah. Um, and how I feel about it now, I feel like... <sighs> because then, it was a major disappointment, not just on an academic level, but also on like a deeply personal level because of how it came about. It's like, how... At that point, I can't, at that point, I didn't know how to feel about it. I was really down on myself, and I really felt kind of like people don't know where I'm, people don't know this university, and I, coming from a college where the name of the uni you go to is very important, I felt very, yeah, you know, down on myself. I felt like I was like an underdog suddenly, and I was like, I need to, do I tell people where I go? Do I tell people that I went through clearing? Do I tell people about my grades? Right. So it's a. I felt kind of weird about it. But I think going through bar school and university, I feel differently about it now. Of course. Yeah. On first try, I'm man, go. <laughs> you should be proud of yourself. Like, you you, you made it where it mattered the most also. Yeah. It's it's a weird... I know you, you can definitely relate to this. It's like a... It's like academic self-esteem. When it takes a hit, it kind of... Everything else kind of takes a hit with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bar school. <laughs> it's... It's a it, it, weird it's place It's very to be. crumbling. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like, uh, I think like for me, I felt that it was because I was working so hard for it and I really did put my heart and soul into it. Yeah. And then I, but then at the same time, like I don't really remember like myself complaining so much about things. Yeah. But whereas those that like have vented out to me and like gave me those, like made me, made my feelings go a bit haywire. Yeah. They made it, then I'd be like, hello? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, how is this fair? And like, I can I can tell you straight from my mouth, like, hey, I this is the principle and everything. But when it comes to like, writing it out or like answering multiple choice questions, which is the bane of my existence, <laughs> this is why I don't get straight A's in UPSR, PMR, SPM kind of mm. deal. MCQs. MCQs, I swear kills me like why do you even give me only four options hello i should be able to give you my option yeah. <laughs> but yeah it's uh, yeah it's to, a weird place yeah it's really weird but to to get there like in bar school like i that was the worst thing i've experienced like that mm-hmm. one month of like knowing that i need to retake a paper and that the bulk is so much and then you have mm. to do it within that like few weeks of like knowing your results to actually doing it yeah and then you might have forgotten it because it's been a while mm. takes a toll la. It and does. then it and then the thing is that because in bar school everybody doesn't talk about yeah oh i failed oh i need to retake papers and like it's as though it's, it's it's embarrassing i was embarrassed but actually, I understand, yeah. baby girl. I understand. No, you don't gonna, understand. Gonna, gonna, you no, don't understand. School, no, not bar school. school. <laughs> not bar school. <laughs> University in A-levels. Yeah. I understand that sense. Because so, like, you, I feel like when something like this happens, you you could come out of it with a really massive like chip on your shoulder. Yeah. Right? So it's like, you either feel like you have to prove yourself to prove that your past doesn't define you and like, yeah, so what if I had to, had to go to a lesser uni? So what if I had to retake my papers? Mm. That's that side. Or on the other hand, you're like, what, you retreat. become a hermit. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you retreat into yourself and you're like, I am, I, I, yala, you know, I, this happened to me and it, you let it affect who you are and your, your drive. Mm. So I think that's something that we have to I think it's already very, yeah, I think it's already very hard like on me to, to, to tell me, tell myself that it's okay because somewhat, I've said it before that law is not necessarily my thing mm. but it's not necessarily not my thing either. So mm. you're on the fence about a lot of things. So there's not much passion for me to 
I want to really do this and I'll do really well. But at yeah. the same time, like, I don't really not want to do this either. So Like a middle ground. Yeah, which which means that like to study for it becomes even harder. It's just a I have to do it kind of thing. Yeah. It's like things... So for me, because like from A-levels onwards going to university I went to, which look, I have no regrets because I literally like made some of my best friends in university and it, the university really fit me. Obviously, I didn't know this at the beginning when I first went in, but over time, like I can't imagine myself being anywhere else or having gone anywhere else but despite this positivity starting bar school was it's so belittling yeah I felt so small I was around Oxford Cambridge yes uh, double double degrees or masters yes exactly and then yeah all all the London schools and you are just a small bean from somebody else yeah like I felt completely inadequate I remember using this word a lot when I was in bar school oh yeah we were all inadequate yeah I mean okay yeah but see that's the thing we are all inadequate we're all learning the same thing so when I realized eventually that like my peers my classmates yes they are brilliant but they are gonna be there's gonna be things that I know that they don't know that's how life is. Life is fair, you know, most of the time. And when I realized that, and when I realized that they viewed me as an equal, then I stopped having that complex in my in my mind. Lah, and I pulled my self-esteem up, I would say. Because um, I had to, if you continue viewing yourself as less in a situation where you are not only being worked really hard, but you're also interacting with new people and you want to get to know them without being feeling like you're blo- you're blocking yourself from being your true self because you feel like, I, I'm, I'm no one, I'm, I'm so small, then you're just putting yourself at a disadvantage. But yeah, that's how I feel about it. That's how I went through it. Mm. So do all these like academic achievements or blunders or whatever, do they define you as a person? No, but to an extent, I feel like I'm leading up to the main point. Um, like me, I want I want to know that I'm always doing my best. So in a way, yes. Because I like how like I have my blunder, I worked through it, I learned how I study best, I I I learned what affected me most like in a negative sense. And I like my journey upwards. And downwards and upwards. I like how I had that to like build me again. So in that sense, I'm like, yes, academics it's a huge defining factor of who I am as a person and how I've grown. But on the other hand, like, it's a weird thing where I don't think academics really define you. I don't think that's your defining quality, your overall overarching, overarching, overarching quality. So, in overarching. So in that sense, no. Because I think you... The perfect way to explain this is that, like, for me, I still have a fear in terms of my college results being made public because I don't want it to define me negatively. And not so much in the eyes of my peers, but in, like, let's say, employers, right? Because at the end of the day, the numbers can affect people's view of you. And, like, so that's why I don't want to say exactly what I got, like, on a podcast because, personally, the letters don't show the story of how I got those letters, aka grades. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in that sense, 
although I feel like my academics did def- do in a way define who I am today, my qualities, I don't want it to define who I am. Just black and white. Like, yes, she got da-da-da-da and that means she is da-da-da. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, so that kind of thing. Also, I like how I work. Like, I feel like I definitely cannot half-ass my academics. I feel like I can't not care. Mm. Even if I hate the subject, I'm, I will trudge through. I won't do very well because I don't understand it. Or don't, <laughs> maybe my brain just can't process it. But I'll try my best. Lah. Um, and that's all I can really... That's all I can do mm. at the end of the day, right? So, uh, yeah, I don't think they define you, but they can be one of the defining qual- qualities slash factors of who you are as a person. Mm. Do you feel like academics define you? Oh, yeah. Mm. Why? Oh, yeah. Why? Um, like you, it's about the journey also. Mm. Because um, I would love to define myself as a straight-A student. Th- let's be real, like, it would be so easy to just tell people like, yeah, yeah, I got all A's, it's fine. That kind of thing, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, like, does that mean that you do not know how how another feels when they, they feel? Because mm. I remember when, like, doing all the trial tests and, oh, I'll be failing, man. <laughs> And if I tell if I tell friends who have not followed me very closely in the in my academic journeys, they'll be like, "What? You're mm. a smart one, ma. Feel mm. what?" <laughs> but actually, I did have my fair share of failures and everything. But then, through a lot of like strategy and on my end and about the the discipline to just like, okay, I have to get this like answer to be 10 out of 10 no matter like how mm. much they they spin it around to get me to where I am because every time I study for a test or an exam it starts from zero because sometimes people will be like oh I get 100% first. oh my god I got a I got a spelling error then I'm minus one point so it's like mm. 199, 98, 97, 96, 80 so then they'll feel so bad because they are from top to bottom my mind is from bottom to top you know Oh my god, I got 10 bucks here. Maybe I can get another 10 bucks somewhere else. So I'll try another place where like, I would drill myself until I get another 10 bucks. And then it goes up. And like, oh, I see it. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. And that is very like uplifting and very motivating. You psych yourself lah. Yeah, I psych myself up. Mm. But like, oh man, got it. You know, that kind of deal. So like, because of every time that I place myself in this stupid situation where I have to sprint for it, because I have so many stupid extracurriculars. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. Back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. Because I couldn't sit still. Mm. I had to do stuff. This is the only way I could do it. So when I look back and I'll be like, oh damn, how do you even get that A? That kind of thing. It's mm. I I still can't. Like and I'll be like, well done, Bix, like for that. And because of that, like, it does define me as a person. And I will re- always remember. And my mom will always like remind me to remember the A stars or the A plus that I got. Other than like amongst the B plus <laughs> that you get, you know. It's a lot of... If you remember your A stars and the formula that you use for it, it's it gets a little bit easier when you try again the next round because you have a certain formula that works. Yes, I... Yep, I... Like, for maths, okay. like, I went from a fail to a an A, like, at maths. Mm. And then I'll be like, how the heck did I even do it? 
But actually, there was a formula behind it. You learned what worked for you best. Yeah. I drilled what I could. I guess I drilled what I could. Mm. Um, in a sense where like, if there are two questions that you need, only need to choose one. You don't go and, you go, don't go and like, damn smart and go and learn everything. You only learn that one question. Ah. Yeah. Die, die. Also, you will have to, you will have to get that question to be correct. At least if it's not fully correct, it's eight out of ten. Mm. So, through that, that they'll be like, okay, I'm a bit safer. I'm a bit safer. And that's where you got your results. So, I'm a bit sad that like, I never get to hit the marks that I always, I always wanted to hit. But, in my situation, at that point of time, that's the best I could do. Okay, I'm good. Mm. Yeah. Past school, a bit different. Ah. Mm. I did the most, but and I still fronted. So, that was a 100% to go down to a 40% kind of thing. Mm. Ah, that's where, that's why the, the, the feelings were a lot more intense and a lot more different. Because that was when I actually doubted whether I could make it as a lawyer. Mm. Because we're doing the same things as everyone, but why does everyone else have the brain capacity enough to be able to, to pass this certain paper, but I couldn't? Was my formula not right? That kind of thing. But then again, like you try again, and then the second time round, you manage. It worked. Bar school is really... If anyone is listening, anyone who wants to go to bar school, right, mm. is listening, you have to be prepared to really reevaluate how you study yeah. and how much you... How much you estimate your capacity. Does mm. that make sense? You have to really make sure you focus however much you feel like is needed mm. and also try your best to balance everything else that comes with... Yeah. I, well, for bar school we were both in London lah. so like we wanted to have fun in London we wanted to have like spend time with friends and stuff but also having to balance bar school wow that is a real effort okay? mm. that takes a lot of strategizing and energy really it's so much strategizing yeah you must especially in things like opinion writing where you have only a few amount of hours to say all you want to say mm. you have to strategize oh like God, where I you want do not talk to me about opinion writing yeah <laughs> I remember like getting like ngam ngam on the dot. Mm. And the ngam ngam, I really felt that it was because I had too many things to write. But at the same time, I knew I needed to finish. In order to like Gosh. safely say that I can. I can give a, a, what's the word for it? I can give myself like a, a better argument. chance of getting oh. it to be a pass. Mm. It has to be, a, it has to be complete. Mm. So it, you, you have to really like strategize how you want to tackle your exam. And I felt that because of that, I didn't get worse results. Mm. I got the bare minimum that I needed to move on to the next chapter. Mm. Mm. That still opens up near to all the doors. I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, you're working now. You're yeah, where you need. You are where you foresaw yourself to be as a lawyer, lah, right? And you made it. Yeah. So, but Yay! if <laughs> if I didn't get a two one. Let's say. Mm. I could still go to bar school. But there are some doors that were not open. Yeah. Because first thing they see is your CV anyway. Then your results will be there. Well, you cannot run from it. Yeah. Which is why I always like... As much as I didn't get the strictest A of the A's and everything. I still advocate for for the juniors to like... Hey. Focus on focus. your academics. Yeah. Because... It is your first step towards opening the door. It's the foot inside the door. Like, yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing. So, you have to do well. 
don't I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not of the opinion to drop out because mm. if you say you you're going to drop out then you have to make you better have a backup plan you, you better have a backup plan you better have a damn good reason for it yeah and it better work mm. Mm. you basically have to be aware that so if you, you do have it, to put twice if not three times four times five times yeah, the amount of effort correct because you are literally rebuilding from the ground up and you've already said no to something that is already correct working and it, for you and sadly not, to say that like it's a lot of prejudice also Mm. to people who have dropped out or whatever like it it's going it's an easier road to be a girl with mediocre results but finished it in comparison to a person who has such great results at the start but decided to drop out because it's just not that thing kind of deal mm. so you would pick the former path lah. as in pick the former path as in like pick my, my current path like, like sticking through even though it's mediocre yeah yeah of course like you you step one step try your best lah yeah, just do it but then again I'm my mindset is that I, I'm neither passionate nor what's the other word for it dispassionate yeah I have no idea flashback to episode 3 of season 1 yeah oh my Passion god there's, okay there's a lot of like if you if you are not yet caught up you have to be caught up on uh, Hannah's mistake which is <gasps> Which oh, is, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, huh? yeah. That is, kind of explains which explains what why she had the academic blunder because I believe that she would have had her great results had she not had this life experience. Mm. And number two is like academic. No wait, hold on. It will be passion versus discipline. Episode three. Yeah. So that is where we discuss like so many like passionate things or like whether, what like, what drives us. Yeah. Yeah. So that leads us back to this academic path where you can see that for me it's all about the discipline to just like go through and just finish it. Mm. And I think it's the same for you. Yeah. yeah. I, again, we were talking about this when we were like planning the season in this episode. We actually agree with our points even though I say no but yes to an extent. She's like yes but also I can see the other side. It's like a... We both understand because although we our blunders were at different times and different... We, we have different academic journeys. Yeah the lessons we learn from it are very similar. Yeah. So, like, for me, I view EQ as more important. Mm. And I, I think I always have. But, obviously, going through that blunder, it was highlighted to me. I was like, yes, my IQ is not, like, sky high. But I know my EQ is pretty damn good. Mm. Which means it allows me to, like, look into myself and find out where did I go wrong? How can I improve? Yeah. And, like, I need to follow my own path and not study the way someone else studies. Because I think a lot of people are like, okay, if I do ABC, I'm going to do well like that person who did ABC. Yeah. And that doesn't work for me mm. because I can't... I can't just follow someone else's method blindly. And um, I think in A-levels, I did that. Because at, when you're in a boarding college and everyone else is doing one thing, you ah, are going to do that one thing too. You're going to be I like, see. if I do this, if I study in this way, I'm going to be as good as this person. Mm. But everyone is different. And my EQ helped me discover that. I mean, yeah, okay, I had that blunder. But later on, I was like, this is why. I can see how my own personal experiences affected my academic side. Lah. Understand. So, yeah. Yeah. It's... We both kind of So it does it does define. Okay, so it in does, like it does. long story short TLD TLDR. TLDR academics do define you as a person. Yeah. But it's how you define definition. My god. Because <laughs> <laughs> it okay. isn't isn't you as a person, but it 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 forms you in a Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. Oh I guess like okay, we've looked back onto our past. Mm. We've talked too much about it. Mm-hmm. 
But if there's something that you want to give to the future, let's say you want to give to your future kids and they're wow. going through like these kind of things, what would you tell them? It's a key takeaway kind of thing. Mm. Um, I think from my own personal experience, when I what when that blunder happened, I was told by a person that I am not smart enough to do law, evidently from my results. Are you serious? And I, yeah, and I should do something else. Who the heck would say such things? God lah, God lah. My God. <laughs> but... I'm internally slapping that person's face. How about you don't deserve to be a person? It's... I mean, that was hard to swallow, for yeah, sure. Because it's like swallow. when... it's Again, it's not like I'm passionate about law, but I knew I wanted to do it. Yeah. And hearing that from someone really breaks your heart. Because you're like, maybe I am... Maybe I'm not good enough. And then, thankfully, my parents were like, no, you wanted to do this? Sure, you might not get into the universities you plan to go to, but there is a university that is good enough and, like, that will suit you and you will be able to do the course you want to do. And, like, thankfully, that's how it turned out. So I ended up in a university that had brilliant lecturers. Mm. They weren't in, like, the names you mentioned just now, but they had the qualifications, they were great at teaching, and they were very... um, they were there. They were present lecturers. And I, I was really appreci- appreciative of that because I feel like sometimes when you're in a bigger university, you don't always get that. Yeah. So I needed that support and I needed I needed that guidance. And that's what I got. So mm-hmm. it worked out. Lah. So I'm really thankful to my parents for being like, no, you want you want to do this? You will do this. It might not be the, the path you chose or you foresaw, but you will make that path your own. And um, yeah. What about you? What's your... what? Oh, oh yeah. What I'm supposed to tell my kids. I would tell them, do what you want to do, but work hard. At, work smart. Mm. I was going to say work hard, but no, it's more work smart because you are your own person and only you can determine how you study the best for yourself. Yeah. What about for your future kids? That's so good to say. <laughs> Coming from two single ladies who exactly. have never... <laughs> exactly. Goodness. We have cat children, that's it. My cat children doesn't need to take exams. You could okay. no, no. no, 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 no. Okay, but but moving on. What 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 what's um, your key takeaway? I guess like key takeaways kinda and to anyone who needs it, mm. I would say you need to learn to prioritize. Oh, that's a good one. Mm. You might okay. It's, oh my god, I'm gonna sound like my mother now. <laughs> She's gonna listen to this and be like, haha, told you so. But it really is about prioritizing. If you don't want to give up anything, it's on it's it's up to you and it's on you. Mm. You have to take the responsibility for that to happen and you cannot like blame anyone else for your circumstance. Mm. Um and if you are going to take up so many things, other things, uh outside of your academics and you still want to have that academic side of you, um you you say what you say work smart, I say work hard. Um mm. It both you can work smart, but if you don't practice for it, you're not gonna remember it. Mm, true. Oh, oh, work hard at working smart. Yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah, exactly Got that collaboration. Yeah, yeah, because if you if you don't if you don't like target the the things that you can be niche at, mm. you are not going to get the certain, uh, certain marks that you can accumulate together to get to a certain grade. It's all about accumulating marks. One mark here, one mark there, two step marks by here. Step. Yeah, it's a step-by-step process. And look at things. Uh, I normally look at things as a whole f- first. Then I can break it down to, okay, this is where I need to go. I look at the exam syllabus. Okay, 
two part question that means I only need to know one part Hmm. Ah, so hmm. oh my god the, you need to do that especially in law school dude. it's damn a lot of strategizing involved prioritize and strategize yeah. with all the resources that you have with all the with all the time that's allocated to you you do whatever you could in your means and I would say don't feel bad if you didn't make it but you're still gonna feel a bit bad but yeah. remember that you've come so far from it yeah yeah. and, and remember the, the achievements don't look at it as a whole and be like, oh, I only got one A-star out of three. Hello, you got one A-star. Let's focus on that one A-star kind of thing. Mm. Or if you got the B out of the amount of times you got the E's, right? Hello, you managed to get that B. Mm. So always remember that. Yeah. That is my key takeaway. You have to remember that you've done well. It's all about the perspective. Yeah. You have to adjust it to Mm-mm. really be able to move forward. Yeah, you're fighting with yourself. In essence, even though it, it sucks that you're going to be the same with everyone and there's going to be comparison. Mm. But if you fight with yourself, like, and you see how far you've come, you're going to be, you're going to be alright. Yeah. Well, Unless you went to the other way, then I don't know what to say. Lah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It depends on what your priorities are for sure. But yeah. I think for both of us, our priorities were definitely trying our best and also... Mo- being able to move forward from a blunder is very important. But it takes yeah, yeah, time. Yeah. And yeah, it yeah. takes so much effort to really get out of, get out of that hole that you're in. So, make that effort to get out of that hole. Ah. Exactly. Because I can't deal with people that don't want to get out of that hole. Exactly. And no matter the circumstances, I feel like... Okay, if you try really hard to get out of that hole and you still can't, then maybe you just need time. Yeah. But... Time is money, you know? <laughs> That's such a mega thing to say. <laughs> But it's also true because mm. you, you you need to if you're blocking yourself from moving forward it's you will feel worse from that as well. Yeah. You're not helping yourself. So wow. To wrap things up. Academics, man. Academics defines it does define. It does define. Don't joke. Yeah. There is there is no way around it. Yeah. It would definitely define. Yeah. In a positive way, I in a hope negative so. way, it really Always. is up to you. No matter what happens to you, no matter your grades, you decide you okay yeah okay you decide how academics defines you mm. the academics define because, you yeah. it defines you but you decide how it defines you yeah exactly wow we define our academics in different ways and that because of yeah. that we we have turned into different people ourselves yeah and that's why we have different answers too but I feel like again there's a I always use common denominator but there's a common denominator of really just trying your best no matter what happens because you will mess up. Most people mess up at least once. At yeah. least once. So, yeah. That's episode two of What Now? Mm. It's uh, so. not an easy... Not an easy topic to talk about. No, definitely. Because also, just we, back. we delve into our past selves. So, yeah. Like, and... We're going to continue delving onto yeah, a lot of past. The so. season is all about that. Fun times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why did we do this? But, yeah. And... With that, we'll see you in the next episode. Yes. Bye. Bye-bye. Hi, it's Megan. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode and that it not only gave you an insight to our journeys, but also maybe helped you a little bit in yours. Do you have any milestone moments in your academic life? How did it change you? And if you're still studying, how are you feeling about your own academic journey? By the way, stay strong. <laughs> Let us know on Instagram or on Facebook at hmm.whatnow. See you next week. Bye.